Welcome back to Ask Me How I Know. I am so excited to dive into this episode on three mental shifts you can make to overcome limiting beliefs. This episode is a hundred million percent inspired by fellow listener Richard. So high five to you, Richard. Thank you for sending me a message in response to episode number 26 on limiting beliefs. It was released last September and you just started, you know, listening and you're like, give me some ways to overcome those limiting beliefs. I actually delayed a scheduled uh, episode for mindset right? I actually delayed that because I really wanted to put this information right into your hands as soon as possible. So without delay, let's dive into it. Before I give you these three amazing ways, these three mental shifts that you can make to overcome your limiting beliefs and change your life, I want to define what a limiting belief is. Right now, it's a really trendy word. People are throwing it around. And, you know, when that happens, oftentimes the meaning is compromised. And we want to make sure that we're actually, you know, assigning the same meaning. So we want to define the term before we move on so that, you know, when I use the word limiting belief, we're on the same page. So in the context of this podcast episode, and actually just how I use the term in general, when I speak about a limiting belief, I'm actually just talking about something that is mentally stopping us from reaching our full potential. That's in its most simplest, you know, finite form right there. So these limiting beliefs are different beliefs that we've adopted over our lifetime. Sometimes we've been taught these beliefs. Sometimes they're beliefs that we simply have adopted uh, based on the feedback that we've had in exchanges with life. So you might have a belief that you, here, I have a limiting belief. <laughs> my, my limiting belief is that I am never going to be a good singer. Now, it's a limiting belief. If I went and I had vocal lessons, which I could call my friend Jenny up and schedule some vocal lessons, right? She could teach me the proper techniques. Now, am I going to end up on Broadway or, you know, a top five singer? Maybe I have a limiting belief that says that's never going to happen with all the training in the world. But you get the idea, right? A limiting belief is just, I put this into my head and I'm believing that that is truth and that belief is stopping and hindering me from being able to move forward. I don't want that for anyone. So let's go ahead and dive into three ways, three mental shifts that you can make. The first one is totally going to catch you by surprise. Redefine failure. I know. You're like, Julie, I've already redefined failure. Albert Einstein said, you've never failed until you stop trying. I understand. It's okay to make a mistake. Okay, but that's not the type of failure I'm talking about. There's another failure. I would go as far as to say, those are the easy fails to make. Let's go ahead and look at our future self. Let's fast forward to the later days in our life. Let's go ahead and fast forward to the point where we are fully mature in life and, you know, our best, our, our years, I won't say best years because that would be a limiting belief. I believe every day can get better no matter what your age, but, you know, we've lived an incredibly long, long life. We have lots of things to look back upon and the failure I am talking about redefining 
is coming at failure from that future self perspective. When you are looking back on your life from your future self, are you going to say, wow, I wish I would have taken a chance on myself sooner? Gosh, I wish I would have just quit that job. If I would have known that it was going to turn out this way, I would have taken that chance on myself. I would have spent more time with these certain people in my life and poured into them or allowed them to pour into me. See, we are not just talking about failure in the um, goal-related, you know, oh, my bank account says this and um, I accomplished these wonderful, you know, hallmark moments in my life. We want to be able to look back on our life and have a fulfilled full circle life. So as we're redefining failure, we can look at it from that context. What, what is it that you need to take a bet on right now? So it's almost like a reverse fail. If I don't take this chance on myself, if I don't take the chance on this dream, if I don't take this chance on this business venture, if I don't take this chance on this relationship, I'm going to miss out. I think a lot of people are looking at that, you know, that failure point as simply a, oh man, I totally botched that order or, you know, I I could have gotten that property if I would have underwritten it a different way. We're not talking about some of those type of fails. Think on a bigger level from your future self. Look back on yourself and do this regularly. When you are doing that regularly, when you're looking at yourself from, you know, more the end of life self backwards, you are going to find that you have far more courage within you than you ever imagined. The next mental shift is to refine our effort. So recently I put out the episode that was the difference between being busy and being productive. And there's a huge difference between being busy and productive. And this is really similar to what I'm talking about when I'm saying, you know, refine your effort. Are you pouring all of your energy, all of your creativity, all of your super strength into the right activities? You see, it feels good to be able to check things off our our to-do list. And it feels good to be able to, you know, have a full day of appointments. But what is actually becoming of all of the opportunities in your life? Are you putting all of your energy and effort in the appropriate places? Or are you squandering them? The wrong tasks with the wrong people in the wrong ways even if they look right, are not going to lead you to where you want to go. If you're struggling in this area, I would highly recommend doing a time audit over the next week. No, you don't have to do over two weeks or a month. You can get a really clear idea of your time just by looking at the course of a week. Do you even know where your time is going? Are you accounting for your time? Do you know what projects you want to tackle? Do you have a big idea of where you want to go? Or are you just kind of flying by the seat of your pants every day? Maybe even week by week. 
But if you are not really being meticulous about, you know, using your time well, all of your efforts are kind of for want. It's just going to be a whole home kind of situation. So step number two, refine your efforts. This last pro tip right here is really basic common sense. And I think you'd agree that these previous two are actually really common. They don't require any, you know, calculus degrees of any kind. You don't have to be a scientist. You don't have to, you know, know five languages to understand those previous two concepts. And the last one is really similar. You must resist old ways of thinking. Those old ways of thinking, those old habits are going to come in your mind all the time. So it's really important to identify those old habits and just release them. The summer usually throws my schedule for a loop in lots of ways. North Idaho summers are very short and they are jam-packed with so many activities because you're trying to cram everything into a condensed period of time, maybe three months, right? So most people get, you know, a good like five, six months of nice weather and we're just cramming everything we possibly can into three months. And I have struggled with this. I've had a lot of old thinking coming into my mind and and it's really kind of uh, started spinning webs in my mind. And I had to go in there with a you know, little dust buster and, and suck everything out. Because if you allow any fragment of old thinking to remain in your mind, it is going to poison it. Now, back in the old days, they would take apples and they'd harvest the apples. And you've heard the expression, you know, one rotten apple will ruin the bunch. Well, with any type of vegetable, apple, apples aren't vegetables or fruits, but you know, if you have, you know, your apples or you have your potatoes, whatever it is that you have that you are storing, you know, in a root cellar or storing for long periods of time, that one rotten, (laughs) rotting apple that maybe got bruised before it was put away to be stored, that one apple will end up rotting all the rest. I remember one day I went into my kitchen and there's just a stench and I didn't know what it was. And I was trying to figure it out. And I finally, you know, looked and for some reason, I keep potatoes under my sink. <laughs> I, I think, cause that's what my mom did. And so I, I, I kind of sniffed this out and I find it under the sink and it turns out there was one just disgusting potato and it is starting to mold the other potatoes around it. Okay. Just put that in with your thinking. One wrong thought is going to be toxic everywhere to everything around it. So you want to make sure that you keep that thinking clean and straight. And the moment you get wrong thinking, get rid of it, trade it out for the new thinking. All right. That's all I have for you this week. Remember, you know, redefine failure, refine your efforts and resist old thinking. You totally have this. If we haven't already connected and hopped on a phone call, I'd love to do that with you. So make sure you head over to juliehollia.com. You can hop onto my calendar and we can connect. I'd love to meet you. And I'd like to invite you also, I'm over on Instagram. The handle is the at Ask Me How I Know podcast or at Happy Julie Holly. Until next time, live big, love bigger, and go find your freedom.